Hello everyone, I'm Marty Pospisil and welcome to my December 2023 market update. I'm going to have one sip of this coffee. I'm still on Maui time. Got a couple of days to relax there in the sun and back here in beautiful Vancouver getting ready for our Christmas season. And I just finished my update. Got lots of good information to share with you. So let's jump into it right away. Here is what's been happening now on the current trends in real estate are basically going to continue now until the end of the year. Um, if we're looking at detached, attached townhomes, duplexes, and apartment condos, the three areas I'm tracking, you can see the sales activity year over year on houses is up about 7%. Now remember, this time last year, we had that run up into spring. When spring hit and inflation got out of control, they started to increase that overnight rate, uh, the Bank of Canada, and that's where we had that change. So we're still now on an increased activity year over year for houses since that point. The price, we are up today 6.8% from where we were last year on detached houses. Of course, Greater Vancouver. And last month across the board, you'll see on all the product types, we've had a drop of just under 1% um, in the last month's pricing. So that's interesting uh, for houses, no surprise there. Townhomes, half duplexes, activity is up about 12.5% year over year. Prices are up 6.9% and about a 0.7% drop in prices over the last month. Apartments, activity is about the same as where it was a year ago. Prices are up 6.2%, pretty consistent that we're up from last year and prices in the last month have dropped a percent. This is all a result, these recent drops of, of course, the um, interest rates. And we're gonna talk a lot about that today in the update. So what is hot and what's not in the specific products and specific areas? Um, we are looking at the sales ratio. And again, that ratio is basically just the sales for the month divided by the active listings. So it's more or less the absorption rate of different product into the market on a monthly basis. The higher the absorption rate, the higher the sales activity, and the hotter the market is. The lower, um, the less active it is. And at the top of the scale, if that absorption rate is greater than 21%, we are indeed in a seller's market. There's multiple offers, prices are being pushed up, um, and uh, we're seeing that high activity and high volume market uh, that we did see last spring. That's over 21%. If it's under 11%, we're in what we call a buyer's market. It's favoring the buyers. There's downward pressure on pricing. There is um, less buyers out there buying and the prices are dropping. And you'll see a lot of our products have fallen into that category. Now, if you're in between the sellers and the buyer's market, between 12 and 20% sales ratio, we're calling that a balanced market. And of course, that's not favoring the buyers or the sellers. So let's jump into the various areas. Let's look at detached houses on the west side of Vancouver. Last month, we had a 12% sales ratio just in the bottom end of that balanced market. 
This month, as we look at the stats, we're actually at 10%. So now we have officially in the west side of Vancouver dropped into a buyer's market, not to fear. This will not last. This is just the tail end of the year, fully expected for this to happen at 10%. So of course we've dropped into that buyer's market. So let's look at condos and townhomes on the west side. Last month, we were at a pretty active 18%, still balanced, but the high end of that range. And this month, we are down 1% to 17%. Again, no surprise, still a balanced market for condos and townhomes on the west side. Now, downtown, little bit of a different story. It's the only area really that jumped up a little bit. We were at 11% at that buyer's market transition. We've popped up a little bit, a few sales downtown to 12%, bringing it into the bottom end of that balanced market range. Now, if we go over to the east side of Vancouver on detached houses, last month we were right in the middle of that balanced market range at 16% sales ratio, and this month we are down to 12%. So that activity for houses on the east side of Vancouver has dropped, and that is still the bottom end of that balanced market, that sales ratio heading downwards. Uh, if we look at uh, condos and townhomes on the east side, we're at a very busy um, seller's market last month at 25%. This month, activity has dropped down, no surprise, to 19%. So now we've dropped down from the seller's market into that balanced market range for condos and townhomes on the east side. So you can see for the west side, all product categories, that sales ratio has come down into balanced and buyers for houses. And on the east side, um, always been a little bit more active because a little bit more affordable product. Also dropping down um, for the sales ratios into that balanced range and will probably by the end of the year hit a buyer's market. And if we look at all product across BC um, from the BCREA stats, you can see we were in that seller's market. Here's that transitional balanced market and most product across BC has fallen into the bottom end of the balanced market or the very top end of that buyer's market category. So that is totally um, expected because of what's been happening with inflation, etc. And again, we'll jump into that. If we look at the overall volume of sales, we can see there was our peak back in spring and the volume of sales have actually dropped down uh, as expected and as predicted and as well accepted by the Bank of Canada to where we are today hitting the end of the year. And in the suburbs, if we're looking at our month to month variances, if we're looking at detached houses, you can see um, the sales ratios in green were a slight increase in activity on the North Shore. Most of Greater Vancouver and the Lower Mainland has a drop in activity and some outlier areas where we've got that more affordable product, we've had a slight jump um, in activity for detached. And if we look at attached uh, for the Lower Mainland, again, mostly red, we're seeing that activity drop with a few areas where people were jumping in and making some some purchases, sort of that last minute activity pre-Christmas, uh, jump that sales ratio up. So um, 
What's going to happen with prices? That's the main reason you're watching this update. Nobody has a crystal ball, but I think things are looking pretty good for next year. Now, why would I say that with all this doom and gloom stats now? Um, we've kind of had what everybody was except expecting across BC. We can see that price trend is down um, from spring. And um, if we go into the average price graph, which I like to look at um, from way back in the beginning of time, here's detached, attached, and condos. You can see on houses, the average price now in Greater Vancouver is 2,123,000. And if we look at that, that peak we just had in spring right here was the actual highest average price we've ever had in Greater Vancouver uh, since we've been tracking it. And you can see it's actually higher. This is 2022. Here's 2023 in spring. It's actually higher than the peak we had last year. For houses in Greater Vancouver, that's the only product category that that took place in. Because if we look at townhomes, the average price for a townhome in Greater Vancouver is 1219000 If we take that, sorry for the low vis here, but uh, uh, low res, but uh, you can see last year um, that peak in 2023 two was higher than the peak we had this spring. And for condos, that's the same story. Average price for a condo in Greater Vancouver, 794,000. And you can see the peak in 2022 was higher than it was this year. So houses are the only one that just peaked. Um, townhomes and condos, of course, peaked last year. What's going to happen next year? Well, let's look at the factors we look at. Here are the market drivers. We got in green, market price enhancers in red, market price deterrence, and in the middle we have what we call our transitioning phases, something that's changing. Very first one, consumer confidence and buyer demand. Buyers are gearing up for a busy 2024 where they will commit to their purchase with a view of rates falling soon. Now, let's talk about that in the next few slides. Sellers will list once they see more selection of product for them to buy. So that's gone from a red to an orange because people are anticipating a busy spring. I know with our clients and with you guys calling me, I've got lots of appointments with people who are going to take advantage of that spring market because of the anticipation of the activity. So consumer confidence is up and that demand is sitting there waiting to buy. So it'll be a great time to list in spring. Inflation is doing extremely well. And I'll show you some slides on where that is. Consumption has slowed. The economy has slowed and inflation has dropped. Great news for the Bank of Canada. Um, they've done their job in doing what they needed to do to get inflation back in check. So that's green now. That's going to actually enha enhance the activity next year. The cost of borrowing is still red. It's still high. It hasn't come down. That will follow once we hit that 2% target inflation rate. And of course, inventory levels are poised to jump in the new year 
um, providing a great selection for all those buyers in the buyer's demand, buyer demand waiting to jump and all those people waiting to list to see product for them to buy. So everybody's waiting, waiting, waiting. When it happens, those inventory levels Again, I'm saying transitional now because it's going to happen in the new year. So there's the market drivers. We're in a transitional phase. The red is disappearing. We're going into orange, um, being very optimistic, probably one of my most optimistic updates over the last year for sure on where we're going next year. Very, very exciting. So. Um, you can see the consumer confidence, very optimistic. People are excited about next year because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Why do I say that? Let's talk about that in the next few slides. So if we look at the consumer confidence post-pandemic employment slide, you can see employment's up. People are working, good news. This is kind of interesting because the unemployment rate is also up. So Canadian employment went up by 0.1% in November and the unemployment also went up to 5.8%. I had to really think about that for a while because how can employment go up and unemployment go up? There is an answer for that, which I won't go into here, but that's actually good news with the unemployment going up a little bit. It's kind of what we needed to do to get inflation under control. And let's talk about inflation because that's been kind of that, that secret driver in the back that's come to the forefront over the last year and certainly since spring when um, our friend Tiff Macklin back east started raising the rate. But all good news here, Canadian consumers are pulling back on spending, unemployment is up and economy, the economic growth has slowed to a crawl. So gold star says Tiff. Uh, and that is a big check mark. Things are looking good. And if we go into um, the consumer price index, we can see that we've had that drop down here. Um, we can see now we went from 3.8% on our last inflation rate down to 3.1%. That's great. Remember our target is between two and three. They really want to get down to two. We are dropping rapidly now. So all good news uh, for housing, gas prices, etc. The B Bank of Canada um, announcement today, of course, the rates are being held because everybody's behaving and of course, so is inflation. So all good news on that front, big check mark there. And of course, if we look at the trend of inflation, uh, we look at the trimmed median, uh, food and energy, mortgage costs, embedded inflation, you can see all of that are dropping quite dramatically down. Here's our target rate. Remember, we're at 3.1%, our target is 2%. We're getting very close and that should continue to the end of the year, very early next year. It's kind of ironic, I think, with inflation and mortgage rates because when the cost of housing goes up, that increases inflation. But of course, um, we're raising the overnight rate, which raises the mortgage rates, which increases the cost for housing and that brings the inflation rate up. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens when that Bank of Canada rate goes up, uh, but it is interesting and they are tied in. But bottom line is we're returning closer to market. Hooray, it's working. Things are going to come back 
to normal. Next year, another check mark. And if we look at our neighbors down south, uh, we are at 3.1% and the Fed is at 3.2%. That's exactly what we want. And you can see uh, Tiff Macklin now says, this is very positive for him, that it's been restrictive enough to get inflation under control. And it's his most explicit comment to date, suggesting that interest rates have peaked. Hallelujah, we are doing extremely well. So remember, um, TIFF has raised the rates 10 times since March of 2022 to deal with inflation from 0.25% all the way up to 5%, the highest level in two decades. Um, and now it's been unchanged for the last few announcements, I think the last three. Um, he's done it for us. Thanks, Tiff. That was great. I really enjoyed that interview uh, that he did on camera there. Um, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. Inflation is impacting the rental rates. Um, we peaked back here in September and the rates are starting to drop. So that's good news. That becomes more affordable for tenants as well. Cost of borrowing. Now, again, the Mortgage rates are still high. That's not going to change until the inflation comes down. Um, but the good news, uh, given that the bank's estimate for its neutral rate is between two and 3%, ideally they wanna hit 2%, we can expect two to 300 basis points of rate cuts when it's clear that inflation returns to its 2% target rate. So that's gonna be some big cuts taking place. That's my optimism here because all being said and done, that was our original estimate for summer before the rates come back. Maybe it's going to even happen in February. Maybe that's early March, April. If the rates start to come down, they're going to be significant. I hope to bring those mortgage rates down. So now you can do your mortgage review with a little more optimism. Good news there. And forecasting for the rates are much more positive and point towards earlier drops than were shown here in that original estimate. So all good news. So inventory, now that hasn't changed a lot in the last month. It will in the new year. I've already seen it. I know by the appointments we've booked, active listings are climbing in the province. But if we look at Vancouver West Side um, for houses, pretty steady, not much change there. And also for condos and townhomes, actually a slight drop, not unexpected as we hit the end of the year. So inventory is staying low, but that is going to take a big jump in the new year. That's what's gonna be needed. And also the positive optimism around the rates. All of that's gonna funnel into, I think it's gonna be a, a dramatic and exciting and very positive 2024. Um, and if we look at some other stats, just interestingly, about the year to date compared with the same period in 2022 here's what's happened the overall dollar volume 
dropped down to its $63.1 billion of real estate sold across BC over that year-to-date period. Compared to last year, it's a 13.6% drop in the volume of real estate sold. The actual unit sales are down 10.5% and prices were down overall in BC 3.4%. So again, the current trend will continue until the end of the year. Everybody's behaving. Inflation is coming down. That's exactly what we want for that perfect recovery to happen next year. So in conclusion, our real estate market, you all know this by now by watching these updates and reading your, your news and media, etc., is directly impacted by mortgage rates, the inventory levels, and consumer confidence. And there's hundreds of other factors that play into it, but these are the three biggies that we watch. And unemployment rate is up. That's good news, um, kind of, if you look at it in terms of slowing the economy and so forth. Um, and we can get into a big discussion there, but the economy has slowed to a crawl, and that's what the Bank of Canada wants before they start lowering the rates. Inflation is behaving very well. Big check mark there. The Bank of Canada held its overnight rate in its announcement and the forecasting shows likely drops. And again, we might see up to two to 300 basis points when that starts to happen. And of course, listings are lining up for 2024, providing that much needed inventory for buyers and sellers. Mortgage rates will remain high as we enter 2024. The recent good news on inflation might be enough to prompt cuts in er as early as spring of next year. That would be awesome. And of course, expect a market rebirth in 2024 with inventory increases providing more selection and that will start to get that activity going. So in summary, 2024 New Year will show an increased activity as a larger selection of properties become more available and the interest rates fall or there's talk about them falling sooner than we thought. So very optimistic. Are we at the top of the hill? You can take a breath, a, a sigh of relief. We might be at the top and all the rest of our hike is downhill. Um, Ski season's about to start. Uh, I know I'm going to be up in Whistler as much as I can, uh, besides serving you guys and skiing our favorite Arthur's Choice run. Head up to the Waffle House, get those waffles, enjoy yourself. Uh, and if you're skiing locally or up at Whistler, or you're just out there enjoying winter, it's going to happen. Uh, it's probably going to be a little milder than I think uh, what we originally predicted from what I'm hearing. Um, but nonetheless, we're in that season. Um, that's my market update, you guys. Uh, you can find these videos uh, on YouTube, of course, on Facebook and Instagram. And I've also got the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and sorry to cover up these beautiful waffles here, but also on Google. That's my market update. I'm Marty Pospisil. Thank you very much for joining me. Keep those emails coming in. If you'd like a personalized update for your property or your plans for real estate in the coming year, I'm happy to sit down with you and chat. Thank you.